Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Way too early 2023 wide receiver rankings. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Adam Azer, and we're going to take a look at our way too early 2023 fantasy football rankings, specifically the wide receiver position. If you want to see the entire FFT staff's uh, rankings for every position, make sure you check out cbssports.com slash fantasy slash football. And also the full episodes of Fantasy Football Today, we'll be discussing them all throughout the offseason. But Adam, what we're going to do today is the same thing we did with running backs last week. We're going to I'm going to go through my top 12 and you're going to stop me when you disagree with a ranking. So okay. let's see how many we can get there. I think we got through three <laughs> last time. I think you're going to probably stop me before then this time, but we'll see. Okay. Number one, Justin Jefferson. Who else could it be, right? Nine of his 16 games, he finished as a top six wide receiver. That was pre week 18, which we don't really count that one anyway. I assume no disagreements there. No, you should right count on. that. You should get no disagreement, but I don't know why people just don't count week 18. It could well, be Cooper just Cup. because I wrote this okay. before week 18. That was all. Cooper Cup uh, was better per game, but uh, it's Justin Jefferson one. Cooper Cup is my number two. He was basically right on his uh, historic 21, 2021 pace before the injury. I think there are definitely long term concerns about, you know, Matthew Stafford and his viability, although Stafford has said he's going to play in 2022 or 2023. It seems like people miss that one. Every time I talk about Cooper Cup, people seem to be like, well, we don't know if Matthew Stafford's playing. He said he is. And we don't know about Sean McVay. So is that enough to knock Cooper Cup out of your top two? Yes, I have uh, Jamar Chase third, and I, you know, look, they both play the same amount of games, and Matthew Stafford's healthy. All things are equal. I think Cup's probably number two, if not number one, but there's just seems to be a little bit more risk with Cooper Cup, the age, the situation, all those things. Mm-hmm. Just a lot more things in Chase's favor in that regard. So I'm uh, just a little safer Jefferson Chase Cup for me. I, I have Jamar Chase number three. I assume you have Cooper Cup number two or number three. So probably not really any disagreement there. Although I do think they're. For me, at least, there is a little bit of a teardrop there between Chase and Cup. Although, you know, it is nice to see that Chase did get the the significant volume bump that we were hoping yeah. for coming off his you know really really efficient rookie season. Number four, I think this is where it gets tough. I have Tyreek Hill. Who do you have? Tyreek Hill. Yeah, we don't know who the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins is going to be next season. Obviously, Tua Tagovailoa's future is somewhat in doubt, although. I did rank Tua Tungvaloa as a top 12 quarterback uh, for 2023, assuming he plays just what we saw in that offense and Tyreek Hill. I mean, he moved on from Patrick Mahomes and had the best season of his career. And he's no longer a better in non-PPR than PPR guy. He was awesome. He, he, I think he was, he was leading the, uh, the NFL in catches, I believe, heading into week 18. I don't think he ended up, but he was right there. So really, really good season for Tyreek Hill. Stefan Diggs, number five for me. What about you? Stefan Diggs, number five. I love it when we agree. This one we may not agree. Devontae Adams, number six. Devontae Adams, number six. Yeah. I mean, he was seven top six finishes, the second most in the league. He also had four games where he finished outside of the top 36. So was a bit of an up and down season. We've got questions about who the quarterback's going to be in Las Vegas. It's almost certainly not going to be Derek Carr last next year. But 
I don't know. He's pretty good with Jared Stidham. Finished as the number two wide receiver in week 17 with Jared Stidham making his first career start. So, I don't know. Devontae Adams, he, he just hasn't shown any signs of slowing down whatsoever. Number seven wide receiver for me is A.J. Brown. No, CeeDee Lamb followed by A.J. Brown. Oh, we huge disagreement there. I've got CeeDee Lamb eighth. So, yeah, <laughs> we, a lot of a lot of agreement here. Uh, he averaged 18.6 points with uh, in the 11 games he played with Dak Prescott pre-week 18. Again, I'm going off my my rankings that I did last week, but 110 catch, 1,400 yard, nine touchdown pace. And there's room for improvement. I mean, CeeDee Lamb's an incredibly talented young player, and A.J. Brown, kind of the same thing, where it's just this young player that you don't want to put a ceiling on, especially with you know the fact that the Eagles did show a willingness to put the ball in the air more than I think anybody expected with Jalen Hurts. Number nine wide receiver for me heading into 2023, Amon Ross St. Brown. His pace, if you take out the two games that he basically didn't play with the injury, he was like a 1,400-yard, 125-catch receiver. It was basically like a supercharged version of Keenan Allen. So what, what's the case against Amon Ross yeah, St. Brown? I have him 11th, so I go Higgins, Waddle, St. Brown. I just have guys that I think are more explosive than him. Uh, the case against him is I just think there's there's a little regression for the Lions offense. I don't think they're going to be as good as they were this year. I do think there's a good chance they lose their coordinator, and I think there's a good chance Jamison Williams is a much bigger contributor than mm-hmm. anyone we saw uh, this year opposite Amandra St. Brown, but I am 11th. Yeah, Jameson Williams would be the one thing for me, just his growth. I expect him to have a much bigger role. I go Chris Godwin, number 10, DeAndre Hopkins, number 11, Jalen Waddle, number 12. So I think there's some disagreement oh, yeah. there. Yes, uh, and I think you're going to see a somewhat consensus top eight. It's going to be pretty close. Mm-hmm. You have the same eight players in a different order. So for me, it's Higgins, Waddle, Amandra St. Brown, and then I took Hopkins and Godwin out. I put a St. Brown in and I put Chris Olave 12th. If they he had a pretty awesome season. Yeah, uh, he's awesome. If they release Michael Thomas, if Jameis Winston or someone better is their quarterback, I think the sky's the limit for Olave. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, I think, is is one of the key, you know, kind of fulcrum pieces into the offseason. Obviously, we know over the past couple of days, there was the report that he's expected to ask for a trade, likely to, ha- you know, request a new contract. He'll be. 31, I think, next season. So a lot of moving parts there. But man, DeAndre Hopkins, when he played, yeah. was really, really good. He basically had one bad game with Trace McSorley as his quarterback, where he still had 10 targets. So it's not like he was phased out of the offense. But his uh, before Trace McSorley was the starter, he had a 17-game pace of 134 catches, 1,500 yards, and six touchdowns. Wow. That was with mostly Kyler Murray, but also... Uh, uh, Colt McCoy at quarterback. Colt McCoy, not exactly a great quarterback. So I think DeAndre Hopkins could end up somewhere still pretty good next season. And hopefully he continues to show that he hasn't fallen off quite yet. So that's why I've kept him in my top 12. But obviously that's one that there's a lot of room for uh, adjustment heading into 2023 and the offseason. And that's going to do it for fantasy football today in five. Tomorrow we're going to take a quick look at the wild card round and you know talk about some props and some DFS talk. So We'll have you covered there, and we'll see you next time on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.